1: Welcome to the Musings of an ADD Mind podcast. This is your host, Jack, and I have the ADD Mind. As everyone knows, I am completely riddled with ADD, ADHD, and yeah, that's just my life. It's a fun life. I never know what's going to happen next. I side quest all the time, not just on the podcast. Um, So yeah, there's that. But today, I have as usual, an awesome guest, because all of my guests are awesome. If you aren't awesome, you can't be one of my guests. That's just a rule I have. That's just how it works. And today I have Benny on, and they are going to talk about being non-binary. I'm going to go ahead and just sort of throw this out here. I may occasionally slip and not use they, them, namely because I have known Benny since a wee baby and sometimes when you know somebody for a long time and you used she for a long time and then it changed it just takes me a minute for my brain to catch up so benny how are you i'm doing good yeah thanks for having me on well thanks for coming on it's a uh, i think that this is a topic that maybe people don't necessarily talk about enough you know what i mean yeah. It's so is a i you have the people no i will uh, and then you have well no you should you know respect me and i just think. Nobody knows what does it mean to be non-binary, and so I think this is a an interesting and good conversation to have, and really not a conversation you're really just going to be telling us about you. <laughs> so anyway, right. yeah. So how are things in uh, the lovely state of Arizona at the moment?
0: Pretty good. Um, I'm up in Flagstaff, so it's snowing right now. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's. I like the snow though. I'm. I'm enjoying it.
1: We're having ice here today in Oklahoma, so mm. we're both having some some wintry mix going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of funny, though. Uh, he came on and we were we were about to start recording and uh, the dorms, <laughs> the fire. You live in dorms, right? For the, Yeah. Yeah. For the college. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fire alarm went off. And so uh, Benny had to go, I guess, hang outside for a few minutes <laughs> in the snow.
0: Yeah, I had to bring my cat with me, too.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you have to bring your cat. Yeah. But I'm going to assume since we're you came back and we're recording that uh, it was a false alarm.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Does that happen a lot with the, the Utes of your age pulling the fire alarms?
0: Not really, no, because I think everybody thinks fire drills are pretty annoying. <laughs> Or fire alarms, not drills, but yeah. Right,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I understand it happens at work, and every time it's like I know that some idiot walked away from their popcorn in the microwave.
0: Right, yeah. Always somebody burning toast or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, but we always have to take fire alarms and fire safety incredibly serious.
0: Yes, and I agree.
1: I know that for a fact, as do you.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but, um. well, I guess let's just kind of... uh move into it. And I'm just going to go ahead and ask you to, well, a couple things. But first, let's start off with what being non-binary entails and what that means. Because I think a lot of times people just don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it really, non-binary is kind of like an umbrella term and it means different things to everyone. Okay. Um, Like to me, it just means I don't feel like I'm a man or a woman. I just feel like something else. Um, and there are, pe- and I kind of feel like I have no gender. And then there are things like, there's things like agender, um, which is like another word for having no gender. There's some people go by bigender, gender. They feel like they're male and female. Um, I could go on and on with the lists of like different terms. Um, right. Yeah, but it's really what I want to emphasize is it, it means something different to every single person.
1: Okay, so it's kind of a, well, like you said, a generic umbrella term that, I mean, that that's good to know, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I think sometimes, especially for people of a certain generation, you know, new terminology and new terms come around and it's just hard to adapt and adjust to, you know, to these new, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say terminology i have a feeling that people probably have always felt (laughs) however not non-binary the umbrella term of some sort Mm -hmm. of fashion there's probably always been somebody but it's really probably only been in the last 10 years or so that it's been okay to uh be out and about you know let everybody know that that's sort of how you feel so
0: yeah i feel like until very recently most people didn't even know it existed
1: But the I thing is,
0: at least not in American culture, because then when you look at a lot of indigenous cultures, they have all sorts of different genders. Like I know in a lot of Native American cultures, they have something called two spirit. You know, you feel that you have both a male spirit and a female spirit in you. And mm-hmm. I don't know a whole lot about other cultures, but I just know that it's a very Americanized thing to only have two binary genders genders. And not just America, but like the western world I'm saying. Western
1: culture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I know like there are a lot of uh Asian countries where I don't know if non-binary is specifically it, but you know, being transgender and everything is just it's accepted. It's just mm-hmm. part of the community to the point to where you know, jokes are made about it, <laughs> you know, in the western world. So right. I mean, it just makes it makes perfect sense that that would be the case. And yeah, I I agree with you. It's probably a lot of, you know, Western culture and a lot of that probably has to do with, with the dominance of, uh, uh, you know, the mindset of Christianity. I think that probably Mm -hmm. is a big part of it.
0: Yeah, I agree too. Cause you know, there's obviously nothing wrong with Christianity, but it's very common in America and there's just so much emphasis on being a man and being a woman and what that means and you know a lot of people just don't really think that there's anything else out there
1: right right yeah yeah so why why don't you if you want to well I mean I'm assuming you want to it's why you came on the show (laughs) why don't you just (laughs) sort of go ahead and maybe give sort of like a history on when you sort of uh you know what age did you sort of start having feelings I don't know if that's the correct term. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I would where you say just feelings start... and thoughts. Yeah. It, uh when that sort of happened and, you know, what sort of process you went into to sort of, you know, look into, oh, okay, this is this is me. This is sort of how I am. I hope I phrased that question yeah. in an intelligible way.
0: <laughs> you did. Um, so I would say that I never really fully felt like a girl. Like when I was a kid. I just was like, oh, okay. I'm a girl, I guess, because that's what everyone has been telling me.
1: And that's why we bought you Justice gift cards at Christmas every year.
0: (laughs) Oh, I loved the Justice gift cards. Don't get me wrong. I love (laughs) Justice. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just never really felt like a girl. And I kind of identified as like a tomboy. Right. Because that was the thing most accessible to me. And that's what felt the most right at the time. Okay. Uh, And I didn't really know anything about being non-binary until I was in maybe like middle school and maybe even early high school. Like it just wasn't really anything that anyone talked about. And I didn't really have any friends that were questioning their gender. So I wasn't really exposed to it either. Right. And then like once I started being, once I got social media around like, I don't know, 14, 15, that's when I started to realize, oh, wait, there's a word for how I feel. Uh, Mm -hmm. and other people feel this way too maybe but I didn't really seriously consider it until I was Mm -hmm. I think like 18 which is pretty late for most people I feel like Mm -hmm. it's pretty common for people to come out these days earlier like early in high school but I didn't come out to, to my friends until my senior year and I didn't come out to my family until I started college right and it wasn't that my family ever made me feel like I could it. It's just that I was still figuring things out.
1: Right. That makes perfect sense. I mean. Yeah. It's not, well, I think this and then bam, you know. <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. It wasn't just like a light bulb went off in my brain one day and I went, aha, I'm non-binary. This makes sense. Right. Yeah. It was a very gradual thing of testing out new pronouns and then a new name and just seeing how that made me feel.
1: So this is slightly side questing. Was mm-hmm. it difficult to get used to answering to Benny?
0: Not as hard as you would think. It It was at first, but I I, I got to say I adjusted pretty quickly because before I asked other people to call me Benny, I was already calling myself Benny in my head for quite some time. So when people started calling me that, it just kind of felt right.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. And then two things. One, um, just not that I, I am... Not that I care anything, but if I were to be transgender or change my name to like a female or you know traditionally female name, it would have to be Jacqueline because I wouldn't have to change anything for answering.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people do that.
1: <laughs> number one. And then uh number two, is Benny short for Bernard?
0: No, I've been thinking about I was like, do <laughs> I want Benny to be short for anything? Because people always ask me but where the name actually came from is my favorite song is Benny and the Jets.
1: Okay, cool. I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: and and the character Benny in Benny and the Jets is female but a very androgynous character. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. where I got the name from and I just I did some more research and Benny has been used as a male and a female name so I was like Perfect. Right.
1: Cool. Cool, that's yeah. awesome. I I guess it's a good thing that your favorite Song wasn't like unforgiven by Metallica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sure. would have been weird. <laughs> so, after you, sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. I should have written this all down, but I had a medical procedure this morning and I had prep for it yesterday. And if you know medical procedures that require Prep the day before to clean you out. You know that I wasn't thinking about writing questions down.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, um,
1: it's all good in the hood. Um, so you said you know you sort of were thinking about that. Did some like I guess like some research or whatever about other people. Was that a a long process for you? Was it something that as you were sort of going through? Was it like, oh yeah, I check off all of these boxes, but did it still take like? like your, uh, like your subconscious or internal self, a little bit of like lag, you know, to catch up to sort of this, because it has to be somewhat, I don't know, I'm confusing, maybe, I don't know, um, because, you know, society has this one part, and you feel differently, but that has Mm -hmm. to cause just a little bit of internal conflict within you, you know, as you're sort of going through this process. Did you have any of that? Is that or anything?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, it's it's definitely confusing because you're like and you almost I I can't speak for everyone, obviously. But for me, it felt like, oh, everybody feels this way. Like everybody Mm -hmm. must feel the way I'm feeling. So I can't be non-binary. This is just normal. Like that's how I felt. And like you were saying earlier, there's definitely some lag time where I just like. I was like, wait, this sounds like me, but it, I just hadn't really accepted it yet. But I kind of knew that's what I was.
1: Okay. All right. So when you were finally, like, in your head, hey, this is me, and you, are like, sort of accepted the whole thing, was it, like, like, a weight being lifted off your shoulders?
0: Actually, at first, it was, like, a weight being put on being my put shoulders. on? Because I was, like, at first I was, like, great. This is a whole nother thing for me to deal with. And I right didn't really yeah know what to do i didn't know how my friends would react how my family would react and everybody reacted great i had nothing to worry about right but i was i was just in my head and i don't know i just didn't know what was going to happen so at first there was just a lot of uncertainty
1: that that makes perfect sense there's maybe once again a conflicted thing because you're like oh yeah I've accepted this part of me and now I got to tell everybody. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> yeah no I, I understand that that makes makes perfect perfect sense. So <laughs> did you have so when you did come out to your family? So how did you do it? Did you just like group text like you know mom and dad and and your brother or where? did you like yeah. hey guys let's go out to eat?
0: <laughs> what I actually did uh, my family. My parents, my brother, and my aunt all came up to NAU to visit me for, what was it? I think it was my birthday, Um, and we all went out to dinner, and I was like, great, I'll tell them at dinner, and I didn't. I chickened out. So in the car, right before I got out of the car when they were dropping me off, I said three things. I was like, I'm gay, I'm non-binary, and at the time I was dating my girlfriend. I was like, I have a girlfriend, and then I said, okay, bye, and I got out of the car.
1: (laughs) That's um, probably not the most ideal way to do that. But that's honestly no, probably, really. honestly, that's probably the more typical way that it happens.
0: It is. I've actually heard a lot of people of doing it in the car. Cause like when someone's driving, cause they can't look at you. Right. And it's like, you can, you can escape.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, since, since she, we've mentioned her brother and then her aunt, uh, both of whom have been, if it's the aunt I'm thinking of, have been mm-hmm. on the podcast uh, yeah yeah we did history with camden where we talked about australia losing a war to birds and people that <laughs> went nuts dancing until they died and then yeah. uh and then michelle was on talking about uh being a principal in an elementary school during a pandemic so yeah. i only have i guess two more people in your family to have on as guests right <laughs> your immediate family and yeah, you know, for too long I, I'm I'm running out of friends and family. Honestly, I don't know how long <laughs> I can sustain this podcast. <laughs> well, that actually, since you mentioned it, was one of the questions that I was going to ask was if you um, are still, you know, have attraction to to folks to other folks, and I guess uh, you answered that when you came out to your uh, family and the, the yeah. Club.
0: Um, I don't necessarily identify with gay as much as I used to. I, I like the word queer more because it's not like, what does gay mean when you're non-binary? Like you're not attracted to the same gender, you know? Right. So I like the word queer. And then I just realized, honestly, until recently that I'm kind of just attracted to everyone, not really a certain gender. And before that, when I identified as a woman, I thought I liked women. But once I came out as non-binary, that's when it clicked that oh wait, I'm into everybody it doesn't it doesn't okay. matter their gender or anything
1: you're it's the person
0: exactly yes
1: which is which is actually a good you know kind of a good way to be I guess yeah <laughs> you know so yeah um oh one thing I did I need to go back see I'm side questing myself again was <laughs> when you when you started going you know wanted to be called Benny. I've had discussions with, shall we say, more conservative folk
0: mm-hmm.
1: that get all upset about pronouns and calling someone something else. And my point has always been, my actual name is not Jack, my my legal name is John, and everyone calls me Jack. I've been called that my entire life, and no one has ever had a problem with it. I have never had anybody say, well, your name is John, so I'm going to call you John. Um. Now I do know that when Cassius Clay became Muhammad Ali, there were a large group of people that would not call him Muhammad Ali. But by the time uh, when Lou Alcindor started going as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, it wasn't an issue and everybody just started calling him Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So I don't Mm -hmm. understand why we as people can't show that same respect, consideration and humanity and call somebody, you know, the name that they would like to be called and the pronouns, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> For I, I just don't understand why that is a big deal. Because you know, if you wanted to be called Laser Eyes Cobra King, <laughs> it's a little weird. But does it harm me in any way, shape, or form?
0: No. Yeah, no. So,
1: so I will call you Laser Eyes Cobra King. If that's what you want. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a silly example, but you know what I mean. I just don't understand mm-hmm. why you can't respect somebody else's humanity in that in that regards. Have you encountered people that ha- that has been an issue with? Yeah.
0: Um, the thing is, <laughs> most people won't say anything to my face. Well, but yeah. But they'll <laughs> say things like when my mom's talking to me with her friends or whatever, they'll be like kind of snotty about using they and them, like, they'll just be like, oh, we just don't get it, like, why can't people just use blah, blah, blah pronouns? Right. Um, And part of it, I do have some empathy for people that struggle with they, them pronouns because it's a language thing. Right. Because so many people think they, them, oh, that's plural. So I do understand when people have a hard time with they, them because it's an adaption that you have to make. It's not like right. calling someone who's male to female, transgender, she instead of he. Like that, I feel right. like people understand a little bit more because right, they're familiar right. with the concept of male and female more than no yeah. gender.
1: Yeah. yeah. For me, it's it's not being disrespectful or anything, like I said earlier. It's just I'm older. And when I've known somebody as a certain way for, you know, in your case, your entire life it's just hard for my brain to like make the switch and I have to consciously uh, make the effort to do that. It's not that I don't want to, or, you know, I'm being hateful about it. It's just, you know, being 50. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's what it is. And I'm sure that as I encounter, you know, more people in my life and whatever, it will become an easier thing for uh, my brain to adapt to.
0: (laughs) Yeah. so And that's, that's kind of something I can hope. To be for people like for a lot of people, I'm the first non-binary person they've known. So then maybe I'll make it easier for the second person they know and the third and so on.
1: Yeah, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on was just for that reason that people have certain ideas or attitudes. But if you've never actually met somebody, you you know, you don't have anything to like base, (laughs) you know, something on. And so that's why I thought, wait a minute. I have somebody that I could ask to be on. Yeah.
0: So then
1: I, then I was talking with Heather and I was like, well, how do you think Benny will feel if I ask to come on the, the podcast and talk about it? Cause it's not, it's something that's really personal and I didn't want to like overstep or, or whatever. So I actually spent like a good week <laughs> <laughs> pondering and asking you before I did um, just because I, I didn't want to, I don't know, I didn't want to, do anything that would like cause you know you harm or something like that or to be upset or anything
0: right yeah no i was actually so glad you asked just because i know our family listens to this podcast too and then i get to tell my story to everybody too
1: yeah and other people
0: besides the family too of course
1: yeah which by the way camden is my number one fan and i appreciate that
0: (laughs) he is
1: (laughs) (laughs) but camden and i are buddies We have a mutual love of Star Wars, and the age gap between us does not matter. (laughs) (laughs) As our super spreader COVID Christmas Eve event proved when him and I hung out most of the evening talking Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) But um, uh, Which, by the way, um, take a quick break because I'm thinking about it and I will forget. Benny is an incredible photographer an incredible photographer. And if you want to plug your Instagram where people can check out your photos. And didn't you say you also have a website coming soon?
0: Yeah, I do. I have a website up.
1: Oh, well, why don't you go ahead and plug those real quick? Because I will forget later. Yeah.
0: yeah so my Instagram is dot photo, And then my website without any periods is just bheartphoto.com.
1: All right. Yeah. She, uh, or she, sorry, once again, (laughs) they have an excellent eye and I don't, I don't really know how to put it. A lot of the like the angles and just sort of the way that you pose people in the pictures, I feel like reflects, you know, being Gen Z as opposed Mm -hmm. to how somebody that is like my generation or older, or even most millennials would have the person pose and just do the stuff that that you have in your photos so um they're really good photos so yeah, you should go check them you. out if you haven't done that yeah so, that's an interesting
0: yeah. perspective the posing thing i like that
1: yeah yeah well you're welcome i'm look, you have you're good at it hopefully when you're uh, <laughs> out of school you can make a billion dollars
0: yeah taking photos
1: <laughs> <Hopefully>. yeah
0: <laughs> hey i wouldn't mind it
1: i i don't imagine that you would. <laughs> And, you know, you could throw me a bone. <laughs> <laughs> but um anyway, uh, now that I've sort of sort of gone through that, uh, the photo side. So is there not once again? So is there like a like a, a community um, that's sort of made up more of non-binary, you know, folks? Because, you know, there's the gay community or the lesbian community. Is there like a non-binary community as well? That you're. Um-
0: I would say they're more intertwined these days. Um, like my, <laughs> yesterday I was hanging out with friends and texting with this person online. And I realized that every single person I talked to, not a single one of them is cisgender. And cisgender just basically means you identify with the gender you were assigned with at birth. So right. it's like, wow, all, all of my friends right now are either non-binary or transgender. All right, yeah, that's... Yeah.
1: I mean, that, once again, that makes sense. You kind of want to be around people with like interests.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I I definitely have friends that aren't, that are straight or gay and cis or whatever, but it is nice to just have your little group where you can talk with people that relate to you and feel like you belong.
1: Right, well, yeah, because it's it's nice to have people that, are going through similar things that you are going through as Mm -hmm. a person. And it doesn't matter, you know, what, what that thing is, you know, if it's, you know, if you're African-American, for the most part, only, you know, African-Americans are going to understand what you have gone through as a, as a person, especially since we as whiteys don't make it easy for anyone that's not, (laughs) or, you know, but I mean, even if you think about that extends down to uh, like liking of sports and whatnot. It's really strange that you can have somebody that, just an example from because of where I am that loves the University of Oklahoma athletic teams. They can have a friend that loves the University of Texas. They hate each other on collegiate sports. But in the NFL, they're both Cowboy fans. And so now they're friends again. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> and it's because of the. You know, you're similar and going, yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. I I just wish that at the next convention, something other than LGBTQIA plus could be used because that is too hard for me to say. Yeah, I really I... don't care about anyone else. It's too hard for me. Let's come up with a blanket term just to make it easy for people with brains like mine.
0: Yeah, what I just say, is either LGBT plus, like I just like to slap the plus on there and say, okay, everyone's included, or I'll just say queer people, but not everybody likes the term queer, because yeah. it's well, been used because, as a not nice term before. Right,
1: because it was such, it was used as a slang for so long. Yeah. And even now, yeah. I think a lot of times it is, even though I get the, let's reclaim a a bad, you know, phrase or term. And change the meaning Mm -hmm. of it but yeah no I totally get that I totally get that so have you found any sort of challenges dealing with people if you ever had anyone like because I know you said generally it's not to your face but if you ever had anyone that's just like a straight up dick to you because of being non-binary or being non-binary sorry
0: yeah not exactly like when I'm talking to someone in class or something i'll be like hey my name is benny i use they them pronouns and then they turn around and they don't respect that at all or put an effort and i'm like oh but no one really has directly like been mean to me really people just don't take me seriously that's the biggest thing just people don't really acknowledge it or take it very seriously but no one's like mean to me necessarily and i'm right i'm pretty lucky that that's the way it is for me because it's not that way for a lot of people
1: oh oh no 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 i i i know that people can be horrible to other people Mm -hmm. i mean yeah i that that that's that was sort of one of the like my concerns is just man that is just people can be so mean you know, and when it's your family and it's people that you love, you just don't want them to have to deal with, you know, just meanness and stupidity and dumbassery. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So that obviously, you know, I respect people for who people are. And mm-hmm. my philosophy has always been that if somebody is an asshole, it doesn't take long to find out that they're an asshole <laughs> and that they're, you know, like a bigot you know that always seems to shine through a person's personality and i just i just don't see the point because you can be just just treat people with respect (laughs) right right it's
0: (laughs) not that hard
1: yeah (laughs) and respect people yeah and so um but i i at the same time though because you know there is a concern of man that's because you want someone to be their authentic self or at least i do but at the same time, you don't want somebody's life to be made harder because they're being their authentic self. yeah, and and so that's always a man. I just I don't want people to be horrible because this person's being them. <laughs> and you know, right. so there's always that concern. But at the same time, I think that somebody who is uh, especially right now in this country, if you are trans and you come out as trans to people, I feel that takes a, an extraordinary amount of bravery. It does. Because yeah. the fallout and the cruelty just from normal people in your life is so extreme, but then when you have an entire, you know, political entity treating you like you're, you know, a member of the SS of the Nazis guarding people at Auschwitz or something. Yeah. That so To have the bravery to come out while this is going on, to me is is extraordinary.
0: Yeah, like the anti-trans bill legislations being passed in this country, or not necessarily being passed, but are up for a vote right now, are just—it's really scary because you can see how hateful people in this country can be, and it's like I, you know, I don't experience that much discrimination on a day-to-day-to-day basis, but then when I see the way people are voting, I go, whoa, wait, this is kind of yeah, scary.
1: yeah, no, I I understand here in uh, Oklahoma, there's a bill that's going to be in committee when the legislate uh, legislators start in. Well, I think they start start up on Monday, but there's a bill that's in a committee that is an anti-trans uh, bill that basically it's also anti drag queen, um, and it has to do with the applying of makeup. So it will make if you dress in outlandish clothing and you are wearing outlandish makeup that is now illegal in the state would if it passes and signed by the governor would be illegal in the state of Oklahoma the side effect of that is they also inadvertently just banned clowns and (laughs) right and and the rock band kiss from being able to perform in Oklahoma (laughs) because I mean let's be honest it doesn't get any more outlandish makeup wise than kiss.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's
1: funny. <laughs> that that's what I like to call the uh the law of unintended consequences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For everything there is an equal and opposite unintended consequence. And 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 that's what you know what that would be. But it's not just here. I mean it's it's all over. And so I guess fortunately, maybe I don't know, non-binary is not as villainized. <laughs> As yeah, as being trans is, but it's still very brave to know that if I come out, this is potentially going to blow up my world and mm-hmm. to yeah. not hide it and have the bravery to come out, I think is admirable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And one thing yeah. that you just reminded me of uh, some non-binary people do identify it with the term trans, like it's just under that umbrella as well. Right. I just wanted to say that out there for anybody listening
1: yeah yeah no it's I feel like uh maybe as it, being part of the public discord, this is all for Western culture anyway so new that we're still working on terminology mm-hmm. and like I feel that like when people use the the phrase homophobia or transphobia, I feel that phobia isn't really the correct word because phobia is fear of, and I don't think that it's fear of whatever the Latin word for hate or dislike is <laughs> that's really what it should be. Yeah, um, I
0: agree. And,
1: and I feel that the word phobia is missed is misused. Well, namely because I know a lot of people that are I'm not afraid of gay people. I, I have no fear of someone that's, that's a lesbian. Yeah. we Right. I didn't say that. Well, you called me, you know, homophobic and phobia means fear. Yeah. But in this case, we're using like a slightly different version of, you know, definition of phobia. So Mm -hmm. I think, I don't know, we need the LGBTQ plus community at the next convention. You guys need to have a committee to address one, a better name than LGBTQ and two, a better word than phobia to describe people that are trans assholes, you know, trans haters. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Although homo hater sounds kind of funny. So I don't think that would be the right term either. (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, so um, from, from my standpoint, I do, you know, think that you're coming out and all of that. I think that it's quite brave. So I respect you for that.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: You're welcome. I don't know if, I mean, there are some things about me that need to be known. One, I am exceedingly, exceedingly white. All of my DNA is from the British Isles and Scandinavia. Two, I'm also straight. I like the ladies. And now I lost my point, oh, no. <laughs> but I know that I would not personally, I don't know if I would have like the internal, uh, fortitude knowing what could happen to do that. So when somebody comes out, I always, always applaud that and respect it. So my respect yeah. to you.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it's, You're definitely, welcome. it's definitely a journey and takes a lot to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just feel like maybe people need to consider that side of it, whether you agree or not, you should at least—it's a person. Respect the person and consider that just the sheer amount of bravery it takes in today's society, you know, mm-hmm. with things are for somebody to have the bravery to come out and to be their authentic self. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, cool beans, Benny.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but so, um I guess just if there's anything else that you just want to go ahead and talk about, and then. I'm for whatever reason, I'm having a hard time coming up with you know, questions. I apologize, <laughs> okay. everybody. But um, yeah, just go ahead and just sort of if you, anything you want to go ahead and just talk about the whole process yeah. and everything. But I, I cede the floor to you.
0: All right. So something that popped into my mind while you were just talking was um, I wonder how society is going to change like the next 10 years and the next 20 years just based on how much things have changed recently. And obviously, right. there's a long way for us to go, but I'm curious to see how legislature can't talk—legislature changes, um, how language changes because I don't know if they them pronouns are going to stick around forever. I wonder if we're going to have a new pronoun because I've heard talk of that. Um, there's actually something called neo pronouns that some people use, um, okay. which are what they sound like, just like. Made up pronouns like Z and Zer are like some that people use. It's not super common, but I could see that possibly becoming more common in the coming years.
1: Okay, uh, while we're on that, uh Heather and I were discussing that there is no non-binary term for niece or nephew.
0: Right? Yeah i I told I've been telling people if you have to choose, say niece because mm-hmm. I don't know I prefer it over nephew, but again, there's no good word. Same thing with, like, there's so many, like, family words, like aunt and uncle. Right. No well, word. once again,
1: yeah, there's no word for that. Maybe uncle Or even I parent. Don't
0: <laughs> like, you don't want to call your parent, like, hey, parent, will you come help me with my homework? Like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's, you yeah, know, that, these are all things that, and while it sounds sort of silly, actually probably need to have some sort of uh, resolution just because it would help with acceptance
0: mm-hmm so yeah I agree
1: you're at uh, completely off the note here the way your your nose piercing is hanging down it looks like there's this bright shining light coming out from yeah the, it, <laughs>
0: it's, the lamp is shining right on it yeah yeah it, it almost
1: looks like there's this weird CGI thing that didn't generate <laughs> correctly <laughs> yeah it does that sometimes but yeah no I think that if we could language helps Okay. And having sort of terminology that is more accurate and appropriate yes. helps. And that does help with acceptance. And I do think that, that that Gen Z, I think you guys are the most accepting generation out there. Yeah. And, and so uh, I do look forward to, I don't know, being an old dude and seeing what you guys do with the world when it's yeah. your turn to be in charge. Yeah. And I'm
0: in excited which, too for the generation after that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I have a thought too, and this is for Republicans. You cannot sit there and on the one hand be mad and get upset at Gen Z and want to change the voting age up back up to 21 because they're too woke. And at the same time, the very same people complaining that the reason recruitment for the military is down is because the military is too woke. Well, if the military was too woke, Gen Z would be like, woohoo. Right? If Gen Z's too woke, sorry, just, a, just just a little tangent, it can't be both things. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah.
1: I would say recruitment's probably down because someone, in your case, grew up with the shadow of a, what, 18-year war? <laughs> you know? And yeah. school shootings and stuff like that Seeing things like George Floyd or the uh, the Tyree oh, damn, that happened last Friday, you know, that came out last Friday that that's mm-hmm. going to have an effect on you and not yeah. you, you know, the generation that has to go through that. That's probably why those things are happening. Anyway, that was just my, yeah. my, my thing on, maybe you should consider it from, from Gen Z's point of view, but yeah, I think your generation, you guys are incredibly, incredibly uh, accepting the people. And I look forward to seeing the changes you guys make in the world.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: So yeah, I think you guys are gonna gonna do great things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe that's what we could use. Maybe "guy" could be the the non gender term. Guy, yeah, dude, well, <laughs> yeah,
0: because
1: <laughs> "guy" is pretty much universal at this point.
0: Yeah, it is. I call everybody "guy." Yeah. Hey guys.
1: <laughs> right. You know, except for Guy Ferrari, because I think actually naming your kid "guy" is lazy. But anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, all these great names, and that's all you could come up with. side questing again I apologize everybody (laughs) Um, but yeah is there anything else that you want to just sort of talk about because you know it's once again I really want people to understand um, uh, just what being you know non-brage is like making the decision all that stuff anything else you want to want to throw out
0: Uh, yeah um, I just wanted to emphasize that part of the reason why my coming out and just my experience in general has been fairly easy for me, is because one, the family I grew up in, I grew up in a very accepting family. Two, I'm white. That makes a big difference with how people treat you when it comes to gender too. Mm-hmm. Um, like especially when you look at probably the, I think it is technically the most hate crime group in America is Black trans women. Um, but,
1: yeah, yeah, I so I can see that So it's
0: just. I just want to emphasize that I'm the lucky one. Like, <laughs> it's not like this for everybody.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause you can, you can go in a store and nobody has any idea other than just seeing a white woman buying exactly. Twinkies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, that, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, um, if there's not anything else, I feel like we really sort of, I don't really know how much more to, you know, talk about. And so if you want to chat about other stuff, we can. Uh, photography, I your love of photography.
0: That. Yeah. Um, when
1: you started yeah. loving photography.
0: Yeah. Um. I would say I can go on and on about photography. You might've just started a tangent. Um.
1: <laughs> I got my eye on the clock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. I've always kind of had an eye for photography because be- I've always liked to, like, as a kid, I would get a lot of joy out of, like, arranging objects and arranging scenes, like, with my toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I got my little, like, iPad tablet thing with a camera, I immediately started taking pictures of everything. And then once I got a phone, that's when things really changed. Right. Because um, I could take it everywhere. Um, and I still didn't think of it as a career for a long time. And then I got to high school and I started taking my first photography class. I and I just, I loved it. And I was surprisingly good at it. So I was like, so, so did
1: you do yearbook type yeah, stuff? Yeah, so I
0: actually did. Um, at our school, it was called photojournalism. There was a class specifically for taking pictures for the yearbook and the magazine. Okay. So I did that for three years. Cool. Um, yeah, and that was awesome
1: i mean yeah because that's what yeah. you're into
0: yeah
1: and if you can get grades for it even better right right but that yeah. also made and then you had to go to all of the sporting events and all of that stuff too but yeah, that's was... how you learn to do what you want to do so
0: yeah i i don't really do any photojournalism anymore like i shoot mostly portraits nowadays but mm-hmm. i do kind of miss it that's why i just i'm going to start taking pictures for the school newspaper here the lumberjack just because i miss it i don't know i just like to be able to capture action in shots
1: yeah yeah that's that's really cool i it would be it would have been interesting if you could have had a camera when you were like seven and eight and doing portraits of your you know your dolls or stuffed animals or toys whatever it was you were arranging that would be kind of funny or not funny it would be cool to have like that to look back on Mm mm-hmm yeah. So yeah. We have a lot of uh a lot of creative types in our our extended family. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you do photography and then Heather's into photography and then uh, M paints and you know does various artwork drawing, all of that type of stuff. And then mm-hmm. um Misty. She's she kinda has a sort of a wide wide range, but she's also very creative and just mm-hmm. everybody, you know, has a your Aunt Michelle, she is an incredible uh, uh, person when it comes to like sewing and, you know, clothing design and mm-hmm. making quilts and all of that stuff. So,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: So, yeah, but it's really cool that, that you love photography that way. <laughs> and yeah. I, I for one, am looking forward to you doing that as a career. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I, but, I really didn't think of it as a career for a long time. Um, I just thought, I was like, oh, this will just be a hobby of mine. And then I had a photography teacher that I absolutely hated. And he completely destroyed my love of photography for a little bit. But then I got to college and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do one more photo shoot. And I loved it. And I changed my major like a month later.
1: What year, what year are you in at college? I Honestly, it, it all blends in for oh, me. Oh, so. I'm a sophomore. A sophomore? Okay. Yeah. Camden's a the freshman
0: yep yeah we're only a year apart
1: yeah but he's not he's a going to school back in phoenix correct
0: yeah he goes to paradise valley community college
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah he, so. he seems to really like it
1: yeah yeah he from what from what we've talked about he, he really does yeah i <laughs> it it's really funny because nobody like in the family knew that like Camden and i like we're chatting and talking back and forth as often as we do. And everyone's like, wait, you guys talk I'm like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't think anybody even knew because I send Bening If it's a cute animal on Instagram, I send it to her. <laughs> that That is what I do. I don't know if she, yeah. I don't know if they actually like it or not. And just oh, no, being friendly to me for <laughs> sending it, <laughs> but I see stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, that!"
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I I appreciate the animal videos always.
1: Yeah, usually they're cute animals. Occasionally it'll be like a shark eating something, but for the most part, it's <laughs> it it is it is cute animals. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I do think it was. Uh, what do you guys? Are you guys? Do you use grandma, Grammy? What do you, what do you, what, what? Oh, Grams and Papa. Okay, so <laughs> I was talking with. Uh, with Grams about how Camden was coming on the show, and she's like, "Oh, that's really cool. He really likes it." She's like, "I'm glad that you have him come on." She's like, "I didn't know that you guys." And I'm like, "Yeah, we communicate all the time, <laughs> back and forth. Nobody knew." I'm like, "Well, I... yeah. Sorry, I didn't know we needed to tell everybody.
0: Apparently, <laughs> we need to co- needed yeah. to
1: come out that that we're we're talking all the time about silly stuff." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, no, I, obviously, I love you guys. I think y'all are great. Even though you're technically my wife's second cousin. (laughs) Right? In my mind, just because of age and everything, I just always sort of was, sort of looked at, you know, you guys as niece and nephew or... Right. Zeese. Zeese, okay. That's the new word, (laughs) (laughs) Zeese. I accept Zeese. Okay. (laughs) But that was... Sort of how I always kind of viewed you guys, just because even though Camden is really the sort of the youngest of the grandkids. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, from the, the group that's yeah, my wife's parents and aunts and uncles and all of that, Camden's really the the youngest. But you were always just sort of a few years younger than him and Lauren. And so I just always viewed you, you know, as like my my Zs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always felt the same way.
1: So. And even though it was like every other year that we really got to see, I always enjoy seeing you guys and
0: yeah. watching you grow nice up. To and see you guys too.
1: You guys have become fine people. I'm still not sure which one of you gave me COVID at the Christmas Eve party.
0: Hey, it wasn't any of us because none of us tested positive.
1: <laughs> that that was not a fun. Or someone
0: was carrying it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I bet.
1: yeah. I'm. You know what? It was at... it was at Shelby's house. So I'm just going to blame him. <laughs> you know yeah. he hosted the event it had to have been him it was some sort of a devious <laughs> plan that he had to yeah have less people at the next christmas eve event <laughs> <laughs> but um you know at some point what we need to do is we need to get um like you and M together for a big because she does photography stuff too and you guys could have like a meeting of our artistic family members and come out with some great artwork great art yes in tandem great. that would be awesome because technically yeah, I, I guess colorado springs and arizona isn't that that far
0: it's really not no so yeah, i had a great time at the christmas party talking with heather and em about photography
1: mm-hmm. i could tell because you guys sort of went off to the side and ignored everybody else much like camden and yeah. I did when we were talking <laughs> about star wars <laughs> yeah and then we were making Anakin Skywalker jokes and only him and I found them funny. Because your mom certainly <laughs> didn't seem to think they were funny. Jerk. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And he's like, Mom.
0: How do you not know,
1: Mom? Surely <laughs> you watch Star Wars with me at least once.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't you remember every single detail?
1: <laughs> yeah, how can you not? What else is there in life? There's Star Wars and then the rest of everything. <laughs> So real quick, no, last question. What kind of camera do you use? What's your setup?
0: Uh, Nikon D5600.
1: I'm going to assume that's good. I will get off here and ask. have Heather tell me if that's good when, <laughs> when we're done.
0: I, I like it, yeah.
1: Yeah. It do doesn't you have,
0: too, do too well in the dark, but other than that, it's a good camera. Do,
1: do you have the nice collection of lenses?
0: I have, I think I have, yeah, three or four lenses right now.
1: All right. Yeah yeah that that's just the start because when you're in you know the good thing about being a photographer is when once you get into that you you can't afford drugs
0: (laughs) that is true i bet you can't (laughs)
1: because camera equipment is not cheap
0: (laughs) no it is not (laughs) not at
1: all (laughs) so at at least we know as long as you're in photography that you're going to be straight and clean you know not out (laughs) Doing the doing the cocaine or the heroin because you got lenses to buy. Yeah,
0: exactly, <laughs> lenses are the priority.
1: Yeah, and you need to keep it that way.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: I would prefer that. I
0: plan on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we have reached our uh, our hour point. Um, I hope that you had a good time coming on. I yeah, I did. I'm I'm honored and humbled that you came because really it's it's really a personal thing to to talk about. You know, it, it doesn't matter non-binary, non, bleh, non-binary, trans, gay, you know, all of the other parts of the alphabet that I don't know what they mean, <laughs> you know, it, but it's very personal and it, it isn't easy to um, to talk about it with friends or family, with people that know you, but to even come and do it on something that is is a medium like podcasting, where the potential is there for a lot, a lot of people to hear it. And it can be, I don't know, nerve wracking, difficult, whatever. But I'm I'm honored and I'm humbled that you uh, trusted me enough to come on and talk about it. So thank you, I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I'm really glad I got to tell my full story because I don't think I've ever done that before.
1: Yeah, I, I'm really glad you did too. And um, unless there was something else you wanted to add, I will uh, go ahead and end the podcast. Unless you have something I think
0: else. That's it. Alrighty.
1: Alrighty. Well, I'm, as everybody knows, I always in my podcast in the same way. And it's, everybody knows, I, I, I do not live up to the standard necessarily. But remember, try to live your life in a way that would make Bob Ross proud. Bye. Thank you for listening to Musings of an ADD Mind. If you enjoyed this podcast,
0: or even if you didn't, please hit the subscribe or follow button.